Welcome to the IVF Before and After podcast, where we will talk about the emotional roller coaster journey we are about to embark on. Tune in to a series of podcasts on stories and tips to help you feel you are not alone on your fertility or parenting journey. We will openly discuss success and failure. We will attempt to pick you up when you are down and celebrate when your head's in the clouds. Kay Dempsey is your host. You can't wait to get started finding your way through IVF and parenting journey. Good morning. Thank you for coming on to the podcast again, IVF Before and After. This next few sessions are morning rants because if you nip over to the Facebook page IVF Before and After or onto the blog IVF Before and After, you'll be able to see um, two rants that I did one yesterday and the day before, so Monday and Tuesday in July, because I'm really having a hard time of being a mother and being a mother of twins. It's very, very difficult. So go over and see my two di- my two days of my diary rants. Um, I've been so inundated with people contacting me so far. Um, so please contact me. Um, let's help each other out on this because it is so hard being a mum. And I think it just compounds everything with the, the lockdown. So please come along and do help me, yourself and others. I'd really help, really like that. So today is, I don't know what today is. Is it today, Tuesday or Wednesday? Today is Wednesday. Or is it Tuesday? I'm going to do Let me check. What day is it today? I know I started my rants, but I don't think I started them on a weekday. So I definitely do know that, oh, it's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. And obviously the worst rant was on the Sunday. Second rant's Monday. So today's the, the next rant. So good morning. Um, as you can see, I'm a bit brighter looking today. And the sun is right behind me. Some people say that if you have the sun behind you, I think it makes your face a lot more softer. Well, it's time is, let me see, the time is 7.22. And I've been up since 7. Quite naturally awake at 7. And the kids have slept from into the beds at 11. And I've slept through to 7 o'clock. I was actually up before them. And I'm so delighted with that. So, yesterday wasn't a great day. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't a great day. I actually was at the end of my tether a few times. At one stage, actually, Hubby was home. He said something that, oh, I grow um, kombucha, the drink that you know how you take. So I have lots of scoobies in my, my kitchen all stacked up. And he opened up the nozzle by accident and out came the solution all over the floor. But that meant that I had to clean it up. Or he was cleaning it up, but it was I had to clean it up as well. But the point is that he turned around and said, I said, this is more work again for me to do. And what he then said to me was, sometimes you make work for yourself, Kay. I was like, you what? I make work for myself? You are joking. You're the one that turned the tap on. 
and let the liquid out and you've still got it on, you haven't closed it off. So you, do you understand what I'm, I'm going at? Do men actually think? Do they really, really think what they're actually saying to you at times? So I walked out of the kitchen, got the car keys and just went into the car because I knew the kids were safe, they were in the house and they were with daddy and I just left because I was like to scream at the top of my voice because I don't know what else I could have done. We ended up going to Lidl and buying dinner. We had, um, I'll give, put down the recipe if you want it. It was red, a mixed peppers and garlic um, sauce, creamy sauce and pasta. Really basic with garlic bread. It's over and done with from preparation to dinner, finished within 30 minutes. So I thought it was really quite good, especially when I'm usually making a lot more dinners, making it much nicer. Um, but sometimes, you know, basic is best because the kids ate it. I actually put a sharing bowl down for the kids as well. I put their own two plates, put a sharing bowl down for the two of them to share later on. My wee daughter, she just grabbed it and like, no, it's mine. And she ate it all, so I was really happy. But getting back to the rest of the day, all I did was clean up their mess all day. And I know the kids need to play with things. But do they not know how to put it away? No. So here I was. I then came back and I looked around the house and I went, no, wait a minute. Len, can you walk through the house with me? And he looked at me like, what? Can you just walk through the house with me? So I cut my out in the hall and went, look, look at the living room, the main living room, which was now turned into the nursery. And he looked at me and went, okay, yeah, I understand, yes. And I said, I tidied that up at one o'clock the mother morning. So then I took up the stairs and I said, look, okay, our bedroom is an organised mess because I was starting to get our bedroom out. I said, so you forget about that. I said, but look at the nursery where they sleep at night. They'd actually taken the whole beds off. They'd taken off the sheets, the covers, the, what do you call it? The mattress protector. They'd taken off the mattress out of the cots or the cot beds. They take, we've got a big double bed in the room as well so that we can sleep in it with them. They take all that apart. They had toys all in it, stuffed everywhere. And I said, do you really think that's acceptable? Now what surprised me was he agreed it wasn't, but he agreed that they have to play. It was constructive play. I was like, okay, right. But then I started screaming as in, get us tidied up. Who's going to tidy it? Me, Muggins again. But he then took control and said, no. Kids have to clean it up. And I said, well, they're not going to clean it the right way, are they? But he said, but they need to learn to do things. And I was like, whoa, light bulb moment. You're right. They do have to clean up. They have to. So what we did was he, I have to say, I stepped back and I just watched from the door. And he helped clean it up with them, telling them what to do. Wasn't great. And he did do a good job, I have to say, because he did the finishing touches. And then I said, that's it, the door's closed. And they don't go back in. So there was a solution there. And it brought me back down. So I think actually stepping out of your, yourself and asking for help was what I did there. But I was doing it in a different way by saying, walk the house with me. Look at what's wrong. A bit like if you were working in a factory and you're a manager. Let's walk through this house and see what's wrong. So we had dinner. I made a dinner after that, we had a dinner, everything was fine. And as I said, we had quiet time in the house. 
um, pyjamas book. They weren't really interested in the book. They wanted iPad. So I said, okay, have a wee iPad for half an hour. That was fine. And then, well, we all wanted to go up to her bed. So she just went up to her bed and lay there and played up in the room, but with no toys, just with the things that was in the room. How did I sleep? Not great, to be honest with you. I was still roasting through the night. Um, and I couldn't really, I got from 11 o'clock till 2. So that was like my three, four hours sleep, my normal. So my body's getting used to having the four hours sleep. And sometimes I thought, well, I just got up at 2 and just got on with everything else. I thought, what's the point? Because I need to have my body lying down so that I'm relaxed. So I just lay there. And I did. I flew there to seven o'clock. Or it was half past six, actually. And I thought, right, I'll start getting up from half past six onwards. By the time I got up, went to the toilet, etc. And then my wee boy was up. And I just said to him, shh, keep him quiet, keep him calm. Let's get downstairs and have breakfast. So I made breakfast. He said... He's quite happy. I sit in the living room and I went, you know, and I'm back up the stairs and I'm going to get my daughter because she has to get up. So the both of them are sitting in next door, having tea, um, and actually having milk, toast and jam. I don't hear anything. So they've either one fell asleep or two, they've got the iPads. And I think it's number two, which it's okay at the morning. It lets me get things done. I can have my breakfast. So please don't bash me as a mother saying you've given him an iPad. It's either iPad or telly, so I'm not sure what's the difference because they're watching the same thing on the iPad or on the telly. So they're quite happy. And I'm a happy mum too. So I'm not really... I think today's uh, going to be... I feel brighter. Which is a good thing because that means I'm rested. So I think maybe that's all for today. So as I said, I know I said goodbye, but what I want you to do is there's another five minutes of this podcast, but you can't get it unless you go over to the Facebook Facebook page, which is IVF Before and After. If you could like the page and get back to me on any comments that you want and I'll, I'll enroll you into it. Or head over to the blog. Again, this blog, IVF Before and After. And I will see you over there. You can hear the last five minutes of the call. And I think you'll be a bit surprised. And the thing is, if you go over to IVF Before and After, you actually see me on a video. Raw. Non-beautified. Just a normal mummy. So I hope to see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to IVF Before and After on iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review. Head over to the Facebook community page, IVF Before and After, or to the website www.ivfbeforeandafter.com for fantastic free stuff.